welcome to the 124th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm great today. Roger, so as you know, it's earnings season, and this week we're pleased to welcome Jennifer Robertson, EVP for Consumer Mass Markets at AT AT&T. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Hi there. Thank you. So, Jennifer, your group delivered, again, uh, very strong results in Q4. Can you talk about a little bit about the competitive intensity in the market, both in terms of wireless and home broadband, and how is AT&T competing in both of those markets today? Happy to do that. And as you mentioned, it's it's a, a exciting period of time right now as we announce earnings. We're very proud of the strong results we put forward in 2022 and in the fourth quarter of 2022 and actually delivered our most profitable year ever for AT&T Mobility. That is a certainly a milestone we are celebrating. It's been driven by our continued focus and discipline on postpaid phone net ads and highly competitive churn numbers. So our focus on solving for customers' pain points and appreciating customers for their loyalty is showing by customers choosing to stay with us and others choosing to join us because they see the level of commitment we have to our customers. And our ability to stay consistent and simple with that approach is really what's allowing us to execute better than our peers in the industry and to continue to deliver these types of results. So happy to see not only subscribers growing, but our ability to stay disciplined on that, helping us expand our profit margins. So delivering on our promises, building trust with customers, and turning around and solving their pain points seems to be a formula that's working and we'll stick with it. Well, uh, yeah, if, if it works, don't, don't fix it, right? <laughs> that's right. So it's like, you know, you mentioned you're, you're delivering very strong consumer wireless ads, despite being being less aggressive than than the competition. You're not using free lines. You're not using content like like the others, and you still are getting very very strong results. Why do you think that? I think it's because we established about two and a half years ago, very clearly established ourselves as listening to our customers. We said we were going to take a customer-centered approach to the market, and a lot of companies talk about that, but we, we came in and used research and listened to customers and had data that said, here are the biggest pain points that need to be solved. And one of the biggest pain points in the wireless industry was customers not feeling valued and appreciated for their loyalty. In listening to those customers, we turned around and differentiated ourselves with pricing and with promotions in the market that candidly changed the industry. And so as doing that, as you'll recall, we launched Best Deals for Everyone. That is the promotion that allows our new customers and our existing customers to get the same offer on devices. But at the same time, we also launched our Unlimited Your Way plans allowing customers to mix and match which type of plan they wanted on each line on their account. So the price and the value exchange was customized for the customer, not dictated by the company. And that put choice in the customer's hands and certainly resonated with them. 
All of that aligned with 5G being added to our unlimited plans and our ability to personalize experiences and continue to evolve our distribution with certain types of distribution like what we call right to you. And that is a very personal experience in that you can, in some markets, order an AT&T device new or as an upgrade and have an expert come deliver it to you where you are help you transfer all of your data and set up your new device. So a combination of starting with the customer, solving pain points along the way, giving choice to the customer and making it personal has set this foundation that we'll continue to build on. Yeah, no, at at Recon Analytics, we have every wireless carrier as a, we're with their subscribers so that we have firsthand experience of how to do this. And I have AT&T. And I experienced firsthand somebody coming to my home, setting up my device and that of my wife. And my wife was uncertain and and she was really won over that this worked flawlessly. Everything was set up. It was a a wonderful experience. And and so yeah, that's a terrific program that that you have there. And as as you mentioned, the best deals for, for everyone. You know, sometimes, and with others, it was easier to switch carriers than than to stay, and it was it rewarded you to leave. And I think you did a really good job in in solving that pain point. I'm I'm flabbergasted that that, that nobody has has done a really good job in in catching up with you here and 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 let you have this this differentiation because. I felt this was really a disruptive move that kept, you know, and put the other guys on on their their back heels. I think that's a fair observation, Roger. And, And one thing that I would say is we certainly see others trying to mimic the approach, but adding layers of complexity. And everybody has their own strategies and their own values that they put into the marketplace that we compete against. So to each their own. But for our customers and for our frontline employees, what we found was the simpler, the better, and the more consistent, the better, so that we could get great at executing the offer. And so you don't see us put a lot of caveats on the different types of offers. Uh, We keep it very straightforward for new and existing customers. We keep it very straightforward for our unlimited plans and exclude just our lower rate plan. And so it's not hard for our frontline teams to understand and sell. It's not hard for our frontline teams to support and answer questions on if customers call and customers have become accustomed to that construct. So there's a lot to be said for simplicity as you scale a program like this. And I don't know that everybody has bought into that type of idea. The, The thing that I would share is we're not coasting on that idea. We will continue to accelerate to solve for customer pain points and find the next way to demonstrate that we really do value and appreciate the loyalty of our customers. We want to keep building that trust. Yeah, and I would say almost the most difficult thing is is not to change things that are working because people want to make a difference. And sometimes to make the biggest difference is not to change it, right? And 
both customers and employees are learning offers and what to expect. And that consistency, I think, comes really through. That's right. And then we come in and say, okay, consistency is excellent as long as it doesn't become complacency. Absolutely. And so keeping that, that's the balance, right, of management and leadership as we say, build a platform that we can stay and have as enduring, and then we can move forward and build from there to continue to disrupt while staying consistent. Yeah, and it's much better to be the disruptor than the disruptee, but it's the timing of when are you going to launch something new that that will make people try to catch up with you and and, and drive the uh, differentiation. That's right. And to do so with quality. We want to ensure that, as we said, most profitable year in AT&T Mobility's history last year to grow subscribers and grow revenue, but also grow EBITDA and deliver that type of result shows that we are doing so with high quality. And you mentioned it. There's there's a lot of activity in the marketplace right now around free lines. How many of those free lines get activated and are never used? How many are sitting in a drawer somewhere is a question mark. And we want to ensure that what we're providing to customers is really what they need and that they see a value in it. So, Jen, you're not only responsible for wireless, but also for your fiber business. And you had, again, really strong fiber ads. What do you see in the market, and do you expect your growth to continue? You know, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Roger, because when we start talking about fiber, everybody at AT AT&T gets excited, and I get very excited. It is a standalone product that separates from all of our competitors. It separates itself from the quality and reliability of the speed we deliver we, we separate ourselves with our pricing construct, with everyday straightforward pricing, no annual contracts, no fees, no data caps. And so the simplicity and the transparency of what we're able to deliver and the quality of what we deliver certainly resonates with customers. We've just put up our fifth year in a row of growing a million customers or more, and we've crossed over the point where we have more fiber customers now than we do our legacy broadband customers. So this strategic growth product is now the primary product driving our consumer wireline revenues. And we've done all that while increasing ARPU. We've consistently said customers coming from our other broadband base to fiber are in the $65 to $70 a month range, and we are now well at the high end of that range with respect to ARPU. So it's another space where we've differentiated on what customers want. We're growing subscribers in revenue. And because of the, the nature of fiber and how we operate and maintain that network, we're able to expand margins much easier. Yeah. And when, when I look at your offer, I think what's also great is it doesn't have exploding pricing, right? It's the same price all the time and it doesn't change after a year and, and it surprises you. And I think it's a testament to the quality of your product that customers are choosing the higher price points, even though you have a very affordable 300 megabit offer, which is a terrific entry uh, price point. That's right. And they see the value there. I think that's what's so important is understanding that you can charge a customer 
and do so feeling very confident about the quality and the value that that you're delivering as a company. And the customer feels good about that value exchange, what they are giving you in return, because they see what they get. And when you have the high quality experience, when you have a digitally enabled support application like our smart home manager that helps guide you through using this product and gives you confidence as you are troubleshooting if you need to or testing speeds or deciding where to put the next extender in your home, that application is there side by side with you, ensuring you have a great experience in your home. And so it's, it's one of those value exchanges that I think makes a lot of sense to customers and they are willing to pay more for that because they see what they get at that higher speed. Yeah, Don here on, on the podcast is a, is a very happy customer of yours. Yeah, I, I love AT&T Fiber. I've been a customer for a couple of years now. And I, I agree with the statement about the app. I actually used it to walk around my house and find dead spots and order an extender. And somebody came out to my house and installed it for me. It was a fantastic experience. And, and now it doesn't matter where I am in my home, I'm getting those you know gigabit speeds both for myself and my wife, we both work from home. So it's really, really important for us to have reliable connectivity. And that wasn't always the case when I had cable prior to my AT&T fiber. So I'm, I'm definitely a very happy customer in that respect. These are the types of customer testimonials we love hearing. And between Roger's wife and you, Don, I owe thank you notes. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't worry about it. Doing a good job is, is thanks enough, right? But you know, you all you also announced a really innovative way to expand outside your traditional twenty-one state footprint with the joint venture called GigaPower together with BlackRock. I thought it was a terrific way of stretching your capex dollars further and bringing competition to places that haven't had that yet. Can you talk a little bit more? about this? Happy to do that. You know, in our in our fourth quarter earnings call, our CEO, John Stanky, shared the logic or the framework with how we're thinking about bringing more fiber to more customers. And certainly, we just talked about in our footprint where we build our own fiber on our owned assets. That is a commitment we've made to pass 30 million homes by the end of 2025, and we'll continue marching down that path. We reaffirmed that in fourth quarter earnings. But we are also exploring two other ways to source funding to get fiber to more homes such that we can be a part of helping to bridge the digital divide. It's an important reason that we as a company exist. We consider it our purpose to connect people to greater possibilities. And fiber is is a way to do that. So the joint venture with GigaPower is our first step into understanding how we might partner with a third party to build a fiber network, and then we would sell our fiber product on top of that network. And it allows us to test an investment thesis that says, when we go into a market where we have wireless share and we bring fiber, can we get the return with wireless and fiber together that we see in our own footprint? And so this first 1.5 million homes that we've announced is a reasonable test bed, the size for us to prove yes or no on that thesis. I have high confidence that we're going to prove yes, but we need to test it with the share owner's dollars. 
And upon the success on that, we'll decide where we go and if we continue to expand. But a very, I felt a very disciplined way for us to find sources of capital in a capital intensive infrastructure build, but also continue to get the benefit both for AT&T Fiber as well as AT&T Wireless. Yeah, and converged selling is a, a bringing fiber or, or broadband to the home together with mobile. In our research, one of the things that jumps out is that a lot of people are saying, I would bundle the two together if it would be available. And I think, you know, now you're bringing this to, to more potential customers. And I think that's a really smart way of going going forward. The other thing that I find interesting is that, that GigaPower is an open access network, right? So it's not just for AT&T and for you, but you will be competing against others on the same network. And, and that will be a very interesting case on, on the differentiation on, on bundling, on pricing, and on service. I think that's right. And I, I stand confident with our ability to compete with the quality of our fiber product and the quality of our wireless product and, and what I see coming on both roadmaps. Terrific. Jen, thank you very much for coming and telling us more about the great quarter that you had and, and what's, what's to come. Thank you very much. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> <laughs>